This is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House. Move back some more, open that up. The White House Daily Reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 695. 695, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. Uh, this unique viewpoint, this uh, unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see that is a single true nonfiction story uh, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history in the present and in the future. Today, my beloved, we're reading Second Chronicles chapter 12, verses 13 and 14. Second Chronicles chapter 12, actually, 15 and 16 uh, tonight. Now the Acts, well, first let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for the previous service. I praise you, Holy Father God, and I thank you so much for uh, your Holy Word. Grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word to pray, to teach your Holy Word, to preach the whole counsel of God, your Holy Word, and to preach your Holy Gospel so that others may come to know you as Savior before it is eternally too late. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. We're at Second Chronicles 12, 15 through 15 and 16, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. Now, the acts of Rehoboam, first and last, are they not written in the book of Shemaiah, the prophet, and Ido, the seer, concerning genealogies? And there were wars between Rehoboam and Jeroboam continually. And uh, Rehoboam slept with his fathers, pardon me, and was buried in the city of David. And Abijah, his son, reigned in his steed. 
I just had this thought. Let me just tell you this. Now, if you can remember all of the kings of Israel and all of the kings of Judah, that's great. But if you can't remember the principles and the precepts that God is trying to teach you through these uh, non-fiction stories, uh, then you're missing the point. With that, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Uh, service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's evening and morning devotions. This is episode number 613. Behold all is vanity. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 14 Nothing can satisfy the entire man but the Lord's love and the Lord's own self and the serving of the Lord, which I am adding to that, which, is in, which should be included. Saints have tried to anchor in other road steeds but they have been driven out of such fatal uh, refuges. Amen. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Solomon, the wisest of men, was permitted to make experiments for us all. That means you don't have to go and do it. You don't have to do the experiments. Solomon has already done them for you for us all and to do for us what we must not dare to do for ourselves. Here is his testimony in his own words. So I was great and increased more than all that were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me and whatsoever mine eyes desired I kept not from them. I withheld not my heart from any joy, for my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my portion of all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored to do. Now this is very significant, and I'm adding this. Because for a man not only uh, the Lord uh, 
is his center, but his labor for the Lord or his work is important too, if you understand what I'm saying. It's very important for man to work. My wife and I read today in Genesis how that God worked. Now, he spoke everything into existence. But he worked for six days and then rested on the seventh day. And, and, and God made, in the same passage, God made man in his image. So, working, a man working, and his work, the work of his hands, is important and, and, and is a joy to him. If he's a real man. Men, men want to get it done. Yes. Yeah, the real men want to get it done. Get it done. Let's get it done. They, they, they find work and they take pride in their work. This is why a man who cuts the grass around the house wants his wife to meet him with some lemonade or some cold iced tea and say, honey, the yard looks good. Because his work, the labor of his hands is important. It, it is significant. Okay? But even that, Solomon gets ready to say, and behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. Even our good goals, our good efforts and labor to reach those goals, all is vanity if it's really not done for God in his glory, praise, and honor, is what Solomon was pointing to and getting to. All right, back to... The Prince of Preachers. Charles Haddon Spurgeon. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What? The whole of it, vanity? Oh, favorite monarch, wisest man that ever lived, is there nothing in all thy wealth, nothing in that wide dominion, and may I add those fine, fat women, 1,000 concubines, Three hundred wives reaching from the river even to the sea. Charles Spurgeon is not going to mention that, but I will. I will. Nothing in Palmyra's glorious palaces. Nothing in the house of the forest of Lebanon. In all thy music and dancing and wine and luxury, is there nothing, King Solomon? Nothing? Nothing, he says, but weariness of spirit, vexation of spirit. This was his verdict when he had trodden the whole round of pleasure to embrace our Lord Jesus, to dwell in his love and be fully assured of union with him. This is all in all. So, dear friend, you need not try other forms of life in order to see whether they are better than the Christian's life. 
If you roam the world around, you will see no sights like a sight of the Savior's face. And may I add, him suffering and bleeding and dying on the cross for your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day. Believe in him tonight. If you could have all the comforts of life, if you lost your Savior, you would be wretched. And may I say to the woke people out there who used to be Christians, you used to have the sunshine in your heart and in your face. You used to love the Lord. You lose him, you lose everything you've ever had. You used to be grateful and thankful to the Lord for every little thing. And now the sunshine has been taken out of your soul because you have pursued sin and foolishness and wokeness and deceptionism. And now your life is messed up. And you're running with the wrong crowd. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Wretched. But if you win Christ, then should you rot in a dungeon. This is true. You would find it a paradise if you're born again, if you're saved. Should you live in obscurity or die with famine, you will yet be satisfied with favor and full of the goodness of the Lord. Glory be to God. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Let's pray. He being dead, yet speaketh. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this magnificent devotional. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor for it. Thank you for allowing us to be here this morning, to be a part of it. Help us to never, never, never forget it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. And now we come to the family verses. The family segment where God has spoken to the wife and God has spoken to the husband. God has laid down his commandments for the wife individually. God has laid down his commandments to the husband individually. And God has laid down his commandments to the husband and the wife. And now he comes to the children. You may not like this passage, but it is a gift from heaven. Pardon me. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Now let me tell you something. Even as grown adult children, you don't have to do it, but you should. Wokeism is not going to teach you that. Wokeism is going to teach you to disrespect your parents and hate your parents and have a nasty attitude towards your parents. That's just a part of their uh, strategy. It's called reductionism. Uh, it's a psychological term that is designed to put you in your place designed to uh, take away your authority over them. But that authority will always be there because God put it there. Uh, these people will try to reduce God under them, that, and that's what they're doing when they 
uh, disobey the word of God. Uh, but God will not be reduced. And I'm telling all parents, don't you let your children reduce you down to nothing. Uh, and that means if separation is necessary, then so be it. You follow the Lord first. You've been following him all of these years. You led your children to follow them. Did you not? Uh, well, uh, you need to buck up and understand that this is a satanic, demonic spirit. Only the parents who did not leave it all on the field and love and care for their children as God gave them the grace and the power of the Holy Spirit to do so are scared of this. Parents who have obeyed God and raised their children for the glory of God, they're not afraid of it at all. Because the same Lord who gave them the grace and the love and the power of his Holy Spirit to train them and to teach them and to chastise them and to help them get to where they are is the same God that they serve today. I told you yesterday that even parents and grandparents will fall to the demonic spirit of wokeism because they love their children and they love their grandchildren more than they love Jesus, and that's not going to work. Verse 3, that it may be well with thee, you, and thou, you, mayest live long on the earth. This is another reason why I tell you many young people are going to die early because wokeism, deceptionism leads to an early death. If you, if you don't pray them out of it and trust God to get them out of it and trust God to get you out of it as a parent or as a grandparent, as an older person, you may die young. And you may die at your own hands because this is a satanic, demonic spirit from hell, my friends. That is, that is designed to tear down the authority of God, to tear down the authority of parents, to tear down the authority of the police, to tear down the authority of the church, and to tear down the authority of men. Those are the four or five pillars that hold up the foundation of the world. So let's pray for families. Let's pray for individuals. God answers prayer. Jesus Christ said, Ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Trust in God. Jesus Christ said, have faith in God. Don't be scared. Have faith in God. Put your trust in Him. And in this situation, in this day and time of wokeism and deceptionism, only God can help you, my friend. I've said that down through the years. Uh, but maybe I said it in preparation for this day. Only God can help you now. You, listen to me. I, I hate to say this. I love pastors and I love churches. But so many pastors are woke. The pastor's wives are woke. There's some pastors and pastor's wives lying in the bed listening to me right now. Some are shaking their head because they're mad at me. Some are shaking their head. Yes, sir, you're right. 
I'm here to tell you, parents, that you don't need to turn to most pastors and pastors' wives today. You better turn to God and God alone. Because most pastors and pastors' wives can't help you because they're woke themselves. They're deceived themselves. And church leaders and the whole church, the whole head is sick, as Isaiah talked about. That's that's the that's that's what uh, wokeism is, is the whole head being sick. The whole head being sick. So let's pray for the whole head. Let's pray. I'm telling you, parents, you're gonna you're gonna have to go along with this right here. It's gonna be tough. It's going to be rough. But if you Trust in the Lord if you do what Jesus Christ said and have faith in God and show that faith by praying to God in the name of Jesus Christ and reading his word every day. We started a campaign December the 1st, December the 1st rather, my whole family, I've asked my whole family to pray with us three chapters today in our private reading through the chronological Bible. Yes, you say, preacher, didn't you just do that? Yes, we've been doing that with the help of my daughter, uh, Danielle Elizabeth, my daughter, Daniqua Grace, my son, Daniel uh, Ezekiel. That's going to go on as it has been going on for, I think, two years now. And I was not planning on having another campaign. But God let me to add add. Uh, this to it. We're going to read the one year chronological Bible the way it should be read. And it's posted on bcnn1.com right now. It's going to be posted on other sites as well. The first three days are already there for you. You need to do that so that you can be inoculated Vaccine, get your vaccine of the Word of God against this satanic, demonic spirit of wokeism and deceptionism. Anything that takes you from the truth of the Word of God is of the devil. You can believe that or not, but that's the truth. And 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 I hate to say it, there are many pastors who can't help you. They don't know what in the world is going on themselves. There are many pastors' wives who can't help you. Don't look to them. Look to God. Look to Jesus. Look to the Bible. Uh, and look to God in prayer in Jesus' name. That's the only way you're going to make it through with peace and joy in your life. Pray without ceasing. And read the word of God without ceasing. Because that's basically what you're going to do when you're reading three to six chapters a day. Of the Word of God, with us, we're going to be doing it out, doing it ourselves, and God will open your eyes through the reading of His Word. So let's pray for other families. Let's pray for woke people, and let's pray for souls to be saved. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For all families that don't know you as Savior. 
pardon me. That, Lord, you would not give them rest until they come to know you as Savior. And then teach them, Lord, to read your holy word and practice your holy word regarding the family, for you have given us the instructions. And, Lord, uh, for those families that are already saved or claim to be saved, help them to start reading your holy word regarding marriage and family and to start obeying it and applying it to their lives. Lord, we pray for all people who name the name of Christ. Please have mercy and grace upon us all and forgive us of our wicked sins of not obeying your great commandment and uh, of not obeying your great commission. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help us to repent of our sins and to turn from our wicked ways. And uh, do that which is pleasing in your sight. And Holy Father God, we do pray for the millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague and other plagues and the plague of long continuance. Lord, and help us not to even act like we know what they have been through because we don't. Some people lost all of their family members. Some people, many people, sat at the dining room table by themselves this past Thanksgiving. So, Holy Father God, I pray that you would comfort them as only you can across the country and around the globe and Lord, be the friend that they need, for they have you as their friend. They won't need anybody else, so help them to believe in you and to trust in you. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray for the millions, but we pray for the few as well by name. Thank you, Lord, for my children helping me with this, in this case, Daniqua, uh, helping me with this, she sent this on yesterday, I believe. Uh, these names that she has searched for, and didn't she didn't have to do a whole lot of searching because there are millions of people. And uh, but she has done this faithfully for years. And we pray, Lord, by name for the family and friends of Pennsylvania, resident Paul Latizzi. We pray for the family and friends of Arizona, resident Ruben Varela. We pray for the family and friends of Michigan resident Jeffrey Shalak. And Holy Father God, we pray uh, tonight for all others. And we pray uh, tonight for all uh, people who have sent in prayer requests. We pray, Lord, for salvation and spiritual family and life financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And we pray that you will help us to continue to pray together and one for another and continue to hear and answer, Lord, our prayers and thank you for giving us the strength to pray for thousands and thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayers in the thousands. We give you the glory, the praise, and the honor Pray that you'll protect these people from the coronavirus plague. We pray, Lord, for these people as well, that we pray for by name. 
We pray for Pastor Bashibi. We thank you for the great services and for the addition of new members, souls saved and new members to the church, to your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the souls saved, restored, and delivered, lives changed and people healed. Thank you, Lord, for uh, blessing the prayers for the nation's event. Thank you, Lord, for the ministry opportunity through the Board of Management of Starlight High School. Thank you, Lord, for the worship services at Kibakinji, Sioya, and Nashanda, and for the Bungoma GBF Region Pastors Meeting going well. Please bless them as they fast and pray. Deliver them from drought, famine. Please give gracious favor to greater harvests. Heal Dora's knees. Deliver Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for the souls that are getting saved. Basics for orphans and widows. Food and water for ministry resources and provide for the upcoming and bless the upcoming women's conference and youth conferences in a few days. And Lord, we pray for Amanda. Please bless her, her boyfriend, and her family with good health and finances. Keep their business from collapsing financially. Bless her with a job, marriage, and a child. Deliver them from evil people. We pray, Lord, for Blessy. Please heal her baby from illness. And Lord, we pray now for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel, through this ministry, and across this pulpit. Help them all to stand strong in the faith and be the strong Christian people that you want them to be. And Lord, we pray for Ayanda, Lalazi, rather, in uh, Zimbabwe. We pray for Rajesh, May, and Mary, and Joseph. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well. We pray for Henry, David, Endurance, uh, Michelle, and Priscilla. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in all of their lives and help them to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith and never get into a backslidden situation. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you missed the preaching of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ earlier, Jesus Christ said the most loving, the most wonderful, and the most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. When he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as Jesus Christ has told you to do. Believe in him. He was speaking of himself. Believe in him. Believe in his gospel that says he suffered. He bled and he died on the cross to pay your sin debt. He died for your sins because he never sinned in word, thought, or deed. He was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God and now he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. 
All you have to do is believe in him. Call on his name in prayer as you believe in him. For the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Pray and ask him to save you tonight. Follow me in the sinner's prayer. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I deserve to go to hell. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. And please save my soul from hell. As I now believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that you suffered, you bled, and you died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit. And save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to repent of my sins. And help me to turn from my evil lifestyle. And to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in Jesus Christ that he died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God, and you called upon his name and you prayed and asked him to save you, then according to the Holy Scriptures, the Word of God, the words of Jesus Christ, you are now saved and you're on your way to heaven and not to hell. To help you to grow uh, in your newfound Christian life, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Just download it. It is free of charge. And go to Gospel Light Society Podcast in Google or Daniel White III Podcast in Google and you'll find thousands of podcasts that deal with nearly 50 different subjects to help you to grow in the faith and to comfort you. And they help you to pray and they help you to read the Bible. And uh, this will surely help you to grow in the faith. So dear friends, God bless you tonight. It's been so wonderful to be with you. If the Lord tarries is coming and we live, Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow night uh, as well. And until then, pray without ceasing, as God has commanded you to do, and read and study his word. Uh, pick up uh, a chronological Bible online. You can get one online at Amazon.com. You can go to um, Gateway and read uh, the... And this is probably the best one to use. It's, it's free. Uh, go to Gateway and, and, and type in Chronological Bible. And uh, we'll read in the King James Version. If you want to read another one, you can. That's up to you. 
and uh, read it free of charge. You're going to be reading an average of three chapters a day, but they're not long. Don't worry about that. Just read it all the way through. I guarantee you, it'll do something in your heart, your mind, your soul, and spirit. So remember the motto of the Marines, simplify, always faithful. God is always faithful. You be always faithful to him. Remember the motto of the Air Force, simple supra, always above. Keep your heart and mind on the Lord above and he'll keep you. In perfect peace. As the music begins to play, uh, pray for me as I pray for you. If God has blessed you tremendously and you're not struggling financially, uh, help us out with $20,000. We need $21,000. $21,000 for this Christmas season. And uh, you know I have been here. Uh, nearly every day for nearly seven years preaching the Word of God each and every day and I feel no ways tired. My feet might feel a little bit tired but I don't feel tired in my soul and my spirit and if you have been blessed through this ministry if you know of others who have been blessed uh, as I told you uh, just a small amount of money can keep this ministry going for another year and uh, I live very, very frugally, uh, very cheaply. Uh, for example, some of you, uh, you, you pay more than I pay to live in one month than I, I, I pay to live for a year. So uh, I'm not a prosperity gospel preacher. I don't believe because I'm a preacher I deserve a mansion or a big fine car and all of that kind of thing. Never have. And so it won't be wasted on that. And so uh, uh, if God has blessed you tremendously, please stand with us. Another thing you can do is go to Amazon.com and order my book, Letters to Young Black Men. My other book, book Letters to Young Black Women. And, uh, and send it to thousands of young men. Have it distributed by your church or whatever the case might be. There are many ways for you to help and we'll be glad to uh, receive your help during these perilous times. God bless you, dear friends, as the music plays. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow.